Welcome back to the bros. We're in the back room of the sanctuary where the conversation happens. Today I'm your host. I don't have Bill and I don't have John. It's kind of sad. They're kind of sick today. Uh, if you're hearing this episode, it's probably on February 14th, which is surprisingly to be Valentine's Day. Uh, please keep us in your prayers. Uh, today we have a really good guests. We have a very special guest in, in my heart. This special guest is not only just dear close to me, but I really love this person a lot. A very good amount, especially because it's Valentine's Day. No better day than today to put this person on. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. This is my son, Nehemiah. Say hi to everybody, Nehemiah. Hi. This is my daughter, Amani. Hi. And a very special welcome for my wife, Netta. Hi. <laughs> if you're hearing a lot of background noise going along with, with, you know, crashing and banging and all types of stuff, just like that, that's my, my daughter, Sila. And you'll hear her pop up every now and again. She'll be making a lot of noise, rustling around. She may cry a little bit, but don't worry. We'll get through it. It's going to be a regular day in the podcast. So for those of you who are listening to the podcast, I, I want to get something clear and through the radio waves. This is called The Bros Podcast. The Bros Podcast is an acronym for the B-R-O-S. What is the B-R-O-S? It's like the title whenever I come in, I say, welcome to the bros. We're in the back room of the sanctuary. The B-R-O-S is the acronym for back room of the sanctuary. Uh, I've literally asked several people to join the back room of the sanctuary for a conversation of sorts. And some females. And a lot of times we, I get the, the reply of, oh, she's not a guy, so she can't be on the podcast. Listen. The bros is just the acronym. Yes, three, three people usually host the bros. And, you know, it's, it's usually what happens. It's just three guys that have a podcast. We have an occasional guest that comes on. That's, that's normal. It's okay to have that. We are the bros podcast, as in backroom of the sanctuary. I want this place to be a place where we can be safe, a place where we can just expel our thoughts out of our minds and just talk a little, a little bit. We may have things in our mind that we're holding in. We want to talk a little bit and give our ideas, give our thoughts, let people think about those and also have conversation back and forth so that we can d dive deep. You know, sometimes we'll have some conversations where it's just, you know, it might not be the best thing in the world. But this is a place where... We, are, we feel liberty and freedom to say things that we won't normally say in a church room setting. You know, uh, several times you've probably been listening to the podcast from episode one all the way up to whatever episode we are on now, I think 25 or 26 actually. There's been several different episodes where it comes up where, hey, that's not usually what we would talk about in church. If we don't bring subjects up, they're probably here. So, let's get to the meat of this episode. 
I want to uh, focus on today being Valentine's Day. Um, happy Valentine's Day, if I haven't said it already. Um, Netta, we have talked several times in the past about different people in the Bible. Have we not? Yes. And sometimes we talk about those things and we get into in depth. Um, today is a very, uh, we're not going to get too deep, we're not going to dive too deep into different things. Obviously, I have two little kids here with me, and they're going to get, they're going to get their ideas on stuff too, um, a little bit, Say, hold, sit, sit tight for that. Um, but, Netta, who do you think we can bring up for a conversation that we can delve into for Valentine's Day? As far as like a person yeah. or... Let's 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 open it up. We can do anybody. We can do any any person. If you want to go into the Bible, or we don't have to go into the Bible. We can just do anything. You want to dedicate a certain area of this podcast to somebody? We can do that. Man, there's a lot of um, different examples and stuff, especially when when you talk about the Bible that um, show love and stuff and things. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I guess I really have to think about it because it's just, it, there's a lot. It's a lot. Sure. Daddy, see, see why I'm blood the cord? Because oh. I can't hear you. Okay, give me one second. Just go ahead and you keep thinking. I am thinking. Um. Man. I don't know why I can't think. Like it, it didn't catch me off guard, but just to think about it, it's sure. not. It's just. So I want to give. I, um, I want to just while you're thinking. While you're thinking, we're actually recording today. Um, the, today, the day that we're recording is actually a week before uh, that you're listening to this. Today is February 14th, but the day that we're recording is actually February 7th, and you know. You guys who are listening, keep thinking if you want to, you guys who are listening have heard this person on the podcast several times, and it's my mom. My mom has been, has been discussed on this podcast a lot, and she is on her wedding anniversary today. She was married on February 7th, and I'm going to get in so much trouble because I can't remember the year. My mom and dad have been together since I was little, so I know for a fact they've been together for this year, 33 years. So <laughs> let, let's put it that way. That's, that's a <laughs> long least. time to be together, 33 years, and they have been together, thriving, and you know, five children. Uh, I'd say four beautiful kids. Um, you can think what you want about me, <laughs> but my mom and my dad are beautiful people, and I would say that Valentine's Day is such like that where they are um, you know they they I can celebrate to them also I have I have three of my children here who I can say I love very 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 much right yes you love you who do you love Nehemiah um I love everybody 
everybody in our whole family, and I love Daddy and Mommy. Awesome. How about Amani? I love everyone in my family, even Daddy and Mommy. Aw, that's so sweet. So, did you know? And Papa. Oh, and Papa. You love Papa. Yes. Mm-hmm. I hope he listens to this episode because this is going to be a very good episode for him. I. Sila, can you say you, no? Did you know? So, go ahead, Sila. Say it. What is this? Go ahead. What is this? Ma. Ma. That was my daughter, Sila, giving kisses. Amani did too, just so you know. So, she was the first one I did it. And now my, son, my daughter, Sheila, is continually blowing kisses. So if you want to get a kiss, those are, just reach out and get those. Those are blown to you guys. <laughs> Did you know, guys, that Jesus said, suffer the children that come to me? Suffer not, does it suffer not or suffer the children? Huh? Suffer, I think it's suffer the children. Suffer the children to come unto me. And such as these children are, such as, such as, such is the kingdom of heaven. You know that Jesus loves us like little kids? Yes. He yes, did. Sir. Suffer, Jesus said, suffer, suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. Did you know that you guys are the same, are the, are the same likeness that, we, that God said, they, you guys, you guys, the children, are the same thing that Jesus wants us to be like? to enter into heaven right yes you do right so he wants us to be like children and you know children are are very loving i know you guys love us you love mommy and daddy you love your friends you love your teachers you love granny you love e you love papa papa d you love all the people in the family you love them right so Neta, have you have you had an idea of who you wanted to uh talk about Go ahead. David and Goliath? David and Goliath? Okay. Let's try to do that. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, did you know in the Bible that Jesse was the father of David? Mm-hmm. So, he had several kids in the kingdom or in, in, in the field. Sons. Several, several sons. He had, he had daughters too, right? I think a couple daughters anyway, I think. I thought it was. But he has several sons. And uh, David and Goliath was, or the Philistine, Philistines were trying to gather up a bunch of people to try to fight them for their, to, um, to gain uh, power, you know. Um, and, oh man, the king was looking for someone to fight Goliath because Goliath wanted somebody to, to, to fight. And... You know, where, who, who was it that they got to fight Goliath? David. David was a young boy. He was really young, and he was tending to the sheep. And in the sheep, and while he was tending to the sheep, he fought a lion and a bear. But you know what? But you know what, the, what he did? He loved God. David, he obeyed God. Yes, he loved God. Because they called David a man after God's own heart. So... As uh, while we while we talk about that, we know that David loved God so much he did what he felt 
was right in God's eyes. Because in the Bible, you see that all the time where he says, you know, did like unto David and his and um, stuff like that. But um, he loved God. And he defended Israel by telling them, I love God. And I'm going to do this in the name of the Lord. You know, he picked up five or, five or six stones. Was it, Netta? Five. Five yeah, smooth stones. Yeah. You knew. You knew it, Sila. I mean, Amani, you did a good job. You knew it. I, I listen. I call my kids all different names. I'm talking. I'm sorry. It's, it happens. It's parent brain. But you know, <laughs> five smooth stones he picked up. But he did it all in the name of God because Goliath was a big man asking for someone to fight him, and he said, "In the name of the Lord." I'll fight with for you. We'll fight against you. He wanted to kill David. No, good David. Goliath wanted to kill David. He wanted to fight them so that they would be so that the Israel would be under this rejection. But that wasn't gonna happen. That was not gonna happen at all. David God wasn't lying. right. David, David did it, and God loved David. God loved David a lot. You know. I mean, I understand she wanted to talk about David and Goliath, but um, you can also talk about. Um, how you just said David, how you said God loves David, and how David is considered um, a man after God's own heart, right. really, and his love and stuff that he had um, for God that he would go and fight um, against David, uh, fight against Goliath. Right, a giant at that showed just the love that um, he had, not only for God to have to him, but that he would have to God because he trusted that God was going to save them, that God was going to help him defeat this giant. Mm-hmm. So you would have to, you would have. It's it's love when you love somebody that much. You trust them that they're going to help you. Yeah, we talked about um, with Brother Stephen in, in the episode that we ha- that that released last week, or at least I think it's going to be last week. But um, we talked about we talked about David in some aspect because I said that it was when the Ark of the Covenant was coming into his city, into David's city. David danced before the Lord, mm-hmm. and you know he, yeah, he loved did. he loved God. With all of his heart, he did. He gave he gave abundance to the Lord as far as his emotions, as far as his uh, his uh, service, you know, his heart. What he did, he did everything to the fullest of his capability, and that's the reason why he's called. I think that's one of the like you just like you just said. That's one of the reasons why he was king because of his desire and his heart that and love that he had had for God yeah because surely one of the his older brothers could have been chosen to be king yeah I mean sure. because they were strong enough they were big enough right um but it wasn't necessarily about the strength that they had or how tall they were or how good looking they were it was how much love they had for God how much did they trust God you trust God Nehemiah money yes sir. yes sir you trust God for your healing, for your for your uh, for your um, well-being, for your for you to uh, go to school and get good grades, and you trust God for all that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See, and that's what David 
And that's what David did. David loved God. He trusted him so much. You know who wrote a lot in the Bible? David wrote a lot in the Bible. David, I mean, not the most, but he wrote a lot of the Psalms. What's that? Go ahead, Nehemiah. Tell me what you're going to say. Um, I know who wrote the rest, but... Um, oh, wait, wait, Nehemiah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. God wrote the rest, and he wanted to write the rest because um, David couldn't write a lot, so he... So, he let God do the rest. Right. God did a lot of writing in the Bible. Actually, the Bible was, you know, uh, under the authority of God and written inspiration by the, of the Holy Ghost. You know, we can, we can say that for sure. You know, it's not wrong. Because when David was writing all his psalms, he was writing his psalms because he knew that God, you know, his mercy, his loving kindness, you know, he did, he knew that God's love was endured forever you know his love endures forever his mercy endures forever we find that all over the psalms and it's it's important to know that we can love god like that you know it's important to know that we can love god and david did this did that as an example for us you know and i think that's perfect what do you think amani you think that you think that uh that we need to love god the same way that david did Yes. How can we do that? By praying to God. Yeah, we can pray to God, yes. Go ahead, tell me. You got to speak into your microphone right here so we can hear you. Um, we could, um, we could just read the Bible to God and then we could find something to, to um, read and find something. Find a story about God, what he did to us. Right. We can find stories. Actually, I'm going to tell you something that you guys probably didn't know. Okay? Mm -hmm. uh, Nehemiah, you're going to love this. Okay. I hope you love it anyway. Okay. I was reading in the book of Nehemiah. Right? Mm -hmm. And Nehemiah, Nehemiah loved the Lord so much right he wanted to build the walls of jerusalem he wanted to build them back up he did and he had lots of people talking to him about him that he wasn't going to be able to do it you know pushing his pushing his his, his love down or his and his um what do you call it when people have a desire his desire to build the wall he pushed it down right they didn't like him. They pushed, they mocked him about, make, about building this wall. But as, as, as the book of Nehemiah was going on, you know, as the people were still mocking him, he said, you know, he went to the books of Moses. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. He went to the books of Moses and he went to go and read about them leaving Egypt. In Egypt, they were in bondage. They had lots. They had lots to, uh, of uh, stuff against them, and Nehemiah felt like there was a lot against him as well. But as he was reading in the books of Moses, he was reading and finding out that 
even though they were in the wilderness and had lots of things against them, God had mercy on them. God took them out of Egypt. God took them out of bondage and delivered them out of Egypt. And Nehemiah knew that if God was merciful for them, God can be merciful for Nehemiah. And he loved God. God loved Nehemiah as well. God loves you, Nehemiah. God loves you, Amani. God loves you, Selah. I know you guys can't see Selah, but there's a lot of noise in the background. That's all Selah. <laughs> there's some of it with the kids. They, they're not used to being on the podcast. They're excited. Let me tell you something. My kids, when they, when they, uh, when they started listening to my podcast, they were listening to um, JC's episode, which, by the way, is episode five. It's called Purpose Through the Process. They love JC's episode. And it's not only because JC like is talking about really good stuff. That's their uncle. You know, they love JC and they want to hear his voice. They love his song, which we talked about on that episode, No One Else But You. They love to hear his voice and they want to hear that. They want to hear JC's episode. But whenever they hear that, they know Absolutely. that I work on Wednesday nights after church and I do I record the podcast like I am now recording the podcast and every time they always want to be there they love uh the, they love the podcast they love listening to it and they love the idea of trying of getting to be on there well today was the day that they get to be on here enjoy time with their daddy recording the podcast isn't that exciting guys yeah that is so cool what is it like to be on a podcast um it's like having fun and reading about god and it's um getting better and better and it's making me think all about god yes that's a good answer, Nehemiah. That's a really good answer. Daddy. Yes, baby. Yes, that's right. What about you, Amani? What does it make you feel to be on the podcast? You're, you've been wanting to be on the podcast. Amani's one that always wants to stay late with me and wants to go home with Daddy after a Wednesday night service or on a Sunday afternoon whenever I'm working with the podcast, editing stuff on the podcast. Wants to be there and being with Daddy. What's it like now? You're here recording an episode with Daddy, and you're here with Mommy as well. It's a whole family episode. What do you like? What's, what, what's it like to you? It's fun to be in the podcast with the whole entire family. Yeah, it is fun to be in the podcast with the whole family. I'm excited. I'm really excited to have this. Yeah, Nehemiah, go ahead. I have another thing. And it tells me that um, when I read to God, I think about my family, and I think about everything I know, and I put it in the Bible, and I read it to my family. Right? That's good. And I'm glad that we get to learn the Bible. We got to read about Daniel. We, when last was it? Last night, we were in the bedroom. And we were talking about Daniel in the lion's den. Do you remember about Daniel in the lion's den? Yes. You that's, do? That's just funny because this morning um, on the way to school, we were... watching Daniel in the lion's yeah, den. Yeah, they were doing the super, the super book about yeah. Daniel in the lion's den because it teaches a lesson 
and then um the boy took, tells oh. you the story about daniel and the lion's den and everything like that that's so funny what you did last night yeah we were well i, I read it before and these kids were just so tired I read a little bit of the, and, and I didn't read the exact story. I read a, a bedtime story of Daniel the Lion's Den. If you're asking how you did that, well, I tried to make it more understandable for kids so that they can hear and listen to the Bible without, you know, all the these, thou's, and, you know, all the long words that are in Daniel the Lion's Den. It's just a very summarized story, not, not, the, not the full you know, all the scriptures of the Bible in, in Daniel and the lion's den. Just a very summarized story. And while I was reading that, I started reading out about, uh, about the three people that were consp- conspiring against Daniel and making laws about praying or not praying to God, but, talk, but praying to the king. And Darius, you know, of course, agreed with the, with the law, but he didn't think about it. As soon as I got to that point, both of my children were out snoring. <laughs> I just finished the story. I, I liked how I read it. I liked how I wrote it. I, I finished it out. And I, I said, well, I'm going to have to read it again. And I did what last night, I think, well, last night, not last night, it was the night before, that I read to you guys about the Daniel Lions Den. And you guys obviously read saw the Superbook episode about it, but that was awesome. Yeah, the Superbook episode does it to where um, the lesson that was the lesson that was supposed to be learned from that the Superbook one was that you um, you have to stand up for people that can't stand up for themselves, right? Or stand up for things that no one else would really, I guess, stand up for and. Um, and then it goes into them, the kids meeting Daniel and right. meeting the king, and the kids they love they love those stories. Yeah, so. that's amazing. And listen, we can talk about the love that Daniel had towards God, because when the three people, I don't exactly remember if the three people or it was just people that were conspiring against Daniel, and they. Um, when they conspired against Daniel to make a law that they would have to um, uh, write a law that no one would pray to God but to pray to the king, they when when they did that, you know, of course, there's there's time where um, you know when Darius says, you know, okay, we'll write that law, but Daniel was in love with the Lord so much. That even if that law was passed, he did not obey that law because he was obeying the law that God desired. He went to pray, and he prayed three times a day. Can you pray three times a day? Yeah. We can. We can pray in the morning, we can pray in the afternoon, and we can pray at night. Or, what? Go ahead, Nehemiah. Um. Talk into your mic right here. Um, we could pray four times because we can we can pray when we're in bed we can pray when we are going to school and we can pray when we wake up and it's the morning and we can pray when it's the night yeah yeah of course we can pray as many times as we want to go ahead money what are you going to say we can pray we can pray in the 
um, at, we can play pray at the at, at the gym. Yeah. We can pray uh, um, in the car when we're heading home. Right. And we can pl- pray when we're um, at home um, at, at, at the house. You guys know what praying is? Yes. What is praying, Nehemiah? Talking to your mic so I can hear you. Praying is um, a thing that you have to um to do and when you find something in the bible and you think about something in the bible and then you pray about it and yeah. then you talk to god right that's exactly right so when we go and we pray we 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 read the bible and when we read the bible we try to get understanding from god and we pray to god for the understanding but we also pray what the praying is talking me and you right now, Nehemiah, we're praying, but in the essence of communication, we're talking to each other. The same way when you pray to God, you pray, you talk to God. Hey! That's exactly right, Selah. We pray to God. So Daniel didn't stop praying when the law was made. He that they couldn't, that, yeah, they, he didn't stop praying. He continued to pray. And actually, he prayed out of his window. So that everybody in the town saw him, and they were, and they, and they saw him praying. Now, that's that's a good point to bring up. They, I'm wondering if he did that to make a point that he wasn't going to stop. I don't think he did because, from what, what, from what the scriptures and stuff were saying, he always prayed with his window open. Yeah. So just because they made a decree, yeah, about. So I'm just praying to King Darius, that wasn't going to make him shut his window and pray in secret. Right, he was going to do it anyway. So that, so it was just a proclamation of him still doing what he was always doing. He was still going to continue. It wasn't to. them. He wasn't showing off that he was still praying, right. not trying to get in trouble, but doing it anyway. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's important because he did it out of the love that he had for God. Right. And what happened, Nehemiah? What are you going to say? Um. Um, when you read the Bible sometimes, it makes you think about God. And when you think about God, it just tells you that when when you are outside playing, you can just stop. And then when you stop, you, you go in the house. And then if you want to, you can just tell your mom or dad that, can I go to my bed and pray by myself and you can when your mom and dad says yes mm-hmm. and when you read the bible you read the bible and you and if someone doesn't know how to read you go to um to get the bible and you read to them and when when you want to read you can tell them that you can read out of the bible yes that's true so we can tell people that we can read out the Bible. You know, you're learning a lot, Nehemiah, in school. In your school, my, my kids, both Nehemiah and Amani, both go to a Christian school. It's a private school. And they learn a lot about the Bible. They learn a lot. They teach the Bible stories. They teach them a lot about different people in the Bible and different characteristics that you can, that you can learn from different people. Um, as a matter of fact, we just mentioned that they read, they, they, they uh, do Superbook, and Superbook takes stories 
that um, that are in the Bible, and they take them to real life applications, just like the whole Daniel in the lion's den about standing up for people um, that can't stand up for themselves. You know, and it's it's a good it's a good trait to keep your kids raised in a household that is a Christ-like household that is Christian that we can say. My kids will never depart from this learning because they are being raised up like Christ. They're, you know, train up a child in the way, train up a child in the way he should go, and then when he's old, he will not depart from it. Who's saying it? Who's saying it? Say it again. Train up a child the way he will go. No, say it into the mic. I want to hear you. Train up a child the way he will go. When he is old, he will not depart from him. Good job, Amani. And you learned that in school. The scripture, right? We learned that in school. We learned that, but we learned also at home. We learned in church. We have different things that we learn. And guess what? That's a sign that you love God, God right? Mm-hmm. We can say, Happy Valentine's Day, God. We're doing all this stuff because we love you. We love God. We pray. You know, we learn the scriptures. Go ahead, Nehemiah. And when it's God's birthday, we could talk to God. And we can pray to God by talking and praying at the same time because you talk to pray. And when mm-hmm. you talk to pray, it makes you talk about God in the Bible always. Yeah, you always want to talk about God to him. You know, talk about your day as well. But um, with the whole Daniel in the lines then, you know, God protected Daniel when he was when he was cast into the lion's den, you know, King Darius, when he when he found out that the people conspired against Daniel, after he found out, you know, he felt brokenhearted because Daniel was his friend. Daniel was his friend, and he didn't want Daniel to feel like he was uh, pointed out or he was you know put in that position. But because it was a decree and it was a law that he signed. He had to he had to go through with it, so he put him in the lion's den, and then King uh, King Darius said, "Let your God protect you." You know, let your God protect you. Um, he didn't want Daniel to get hurt. Of course, these da- these lions are only fed so often, so that whenever they have them, they're ready to eat. And when they were, uh, when Daniel threw them in, they haven't, they hadn't eaten for a little bit, so they were going to be real hungry. But Daniel said the angel of the Lord came and shut the mouth of the lion, you know, and that was God showing His love for Daniel for continuing in His uh, work that He was doing to show him love, you know. Daniel didn't back down from loving God at all, you know. And I'm glad that we brought this up because I was trying to. I was talking to my wife. Um, I was talking to my wife recently, earlier, about different people in the Bible and how to how to talk about them in ways to tie in Valentine's Day. But the way I was thinking was different than what we're doing now. <laughs> way different. You know, we had different things like we we could have talked about Ruth and Boaz. We're not going to get into that. You know, we we could have talked about Jacob and Rachel. We're not going to get into that. You know, we could have talked about lots of different things, you know. And uh, 
Daniel and Abigail, or David and Abigail. We're going to talk about all that kind of stuff, but we're not going to. Because the kids brought something up that even I didn't think about, and that shows you the way that they're being raised. And I, am, I love it. I'm in, I'm in love with what you guys brought up. I cannot, thank, I cannot thank the Lord enough for showing us and helping to raise you guys correctly. The people who are listening, you guys who are listening, put in the comment section or put in the, put in the feedback section. I'm going to try to give them everything that you guys have, what you guys comment, what you guys say. I, want, I, I, I feel like this is an encouragement. If you want to give encouragement to the kids, do it in the feedback section, www.thebrospod.com, and put it there. We want to see it. I want to see it. I want to read it to the kids, whatever you guys have thoughts. Um, go to our Facebook page. The Bros is our Facebook page, and you can find it there. Uh, we have a link posted in there. You can find this episode there. Put a comment in the comment section. Follow us there so we can know you're following. You know, at, at the point of recording, we have 78 followers on the Bros Pod, on the Bros Podcast Facebook page. We're trying to grow that to 100 now. And when we get to 100, we're thinking and we're talking about doing a special live broadcast for the followers who are following us. Um, and that's in the works. So hopefully you guys can get there and follow, the, follow that um, Facebook page. page. Uh, I'm going to put that in the link in the um, actually I'm going to put that in the description of this podcast so that you guys can find it easier. Also, the website where you can leave feedback. But these kids are amazing me today. Different people bringing bringing in love. It also like it shows the um, the sincere how sincere they are and just the purity of kids really. Right. When you're when you're teaching them um, about God and how much they how much they soak in, and then once they know the story, how they can come back to you and tell you what they thought about the story in their own words. Right. And um, with you know with Amani and Nehemiah. Not just because they're my kids, but the way that they'll talk about things. They'll talk about um, the Word of God and um, play church and say how much they love God. And with them, it's pure. It's so pure and sincere. Talk about Daniel and the lion's den. His was pure and sincere. It wasn't like a child, but with Daniel, that's he loved God so much that even though they made that decree that you're only supposed to pray to King Darius, even though it was a trick all in the beginning, it was just a trick for them to try to somehow get Daniel because he was such a man of God, he, they couldn't find any wrong in him. Right. Because he that's how much he loved God. He did what he was supposed to do. But in doing what you're supposed to do, there are going to be times that your love for God will be tested. Right. And this is what happened with Daniel. Well, Daniel got an A plus <laughs> in my book. Yeah. Because listening to the story... And thinking about it, I'm like, what would I do in that situation? 
would I just go ahead and just close my windows, put down the blinds and close the <laughs> curtains and yeah. call it a day and, you know, pray in um, in secret? Sadly, I think that's what a lot of people will do. Right. We would, right. we would get our, like, persecution in America is is not nowhere near what persecution in the world is like. You got persecution in China, persecution in India, persecution in Africa, persecution in Russia, and you name a country other than America, and there's persecution there because there's Christianity is not welcome, and if it and it's not it's not thought well of, I should say, you know, and they're facing beheadings, they're facing jailings, they're facing lots of different things in those countries where. All the only persecution that we're facing is, you know, verbal, verbal persecutions. And, yeah. and, but what, but, you know, it's coming down to a point where that kind of persecution is going to come to America. What are we going to do when it gets there? Are we going to proclaim our love for the Lord? Or are we, or are we going to, you know, hide in secret and, live our lives like we were but behind closed doors i don't think god wants us to love him in secret i think he wants us to love him in public you know i believe he does want us to ha uh, love him in public and i mean you look at daniel what he did it didn't change what happened to him didn't change um whereas with because of that he got thrown into the lion's den. Right. But, you know, all things work together for good for him. Right. And everything was, you know, he didn't get eaten by the lions. Uh, the angel of the Lord came and shut the lion's mouth. And only to, only to be that bold, really, when you think about it. Yeah. Only to have that type of strength that Daniel had to just continue doing what he was doing. Mm -hmm. It's not that we don't want to love God publicly. It's just seemed like sometimes it feels better to go in secret with God. Not saying that, oh, don't tell people that you're not a Christian or, oh, don't tell people you're not saved or anything like that. It's just sometimes you feel, you feel better yourself. You also feel better if you tell somebody about the love of Jesus. Right. You also, you, I mean, just different things and... Whether you're going to get looked down upon or uh, somebody talk bad about you or anything like that, it's sometimes it is what it is, but then sometimes you have to think, is this really the time and the place to be able to do this stuff? Let me, let me um, bring in some scripture here. Um, you know, praying, I feel like, is something that is very... De near and dear to us as Christian fo as followers of Christ it needs to be uh, anyway and but but let's get to where Jesus was talking about this you know we have to live life openly uh, as a as a Christian but we have to but he says in Matthew 6 if you know uh, in Matthew 6 chapter 6 but thou when thou prayest enter into thy closet and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But also, let's talk about the let's talk about the openness part about Christianity. 
Where in the Beatitudes, you know, we talk about blessed are they. You know, blessed be the, um, where is it? I'm looking for it right now. Matthew 5. Yeah, I'm looking in Matthew 5 right now. Okay, where it says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for, for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye... When men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake, rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they, the prophets, which were before you. So this is open. This is an openness. You know, this is, you're not, this is not in secret that we're doing this stuff. You know, we're not going to be a peacemaker of, of my closet. You know, I'm not going to be a, the pure in heart to just myself. I'm being the pure in heart to an open people. You know, merciful to who? Myself, merciful to others. You know, uh, and I'm hungering and thirst after righteousness. I'm looking for God. You know, I'm just, I'm, I need to be open with my relationship with the Lord. But it said, pray in secret. He said it himself in Matthew 6. But Daniel was doing these acts that he was performing with praying openly to the Lord because of his love that he had. He did it every day. It was something that he a ritual. It was, you know, yes, I say it was something that he was doing every day before they even yeah, made the decree. Right. And, you know, there's people nowadays where, you know, Granny, for instance, you know, we name her all the time. She's been on the podcast two times before. But she... When she prays, she prays, and you can hear her. Yes. You can be down the street, and when if she's feeling the Lord, if she yeah, feels the Holy really Ghost her on her, praying. you're going to hear her praying, and you'll know that she is living for God. You know that she means business. Too. Yeah, and you know what she does? She loves the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's Happy Valentine's Day. She right. loves the Lord. You know, um, what's uh, you know we can talk about one more thing. I want to tie this all in together. But, Nehemiah, I'm going to ask you, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Talk again, Nehemiah. I'm, I'm, yes. going, I'm going to ask you, okay, how much does Jesus love you? Um, he loves me a lot, and the number that I will say that he loves me, Two thousand and eighty-four million. Wow. That's okay. A lot of love. If you guys can count to two thousand two thousand eighty-four million, let me know when you get there. Money. How much does Jesus love you? Talk into your mic so I can hear you. Okay. I'm gonna say five hundred and fifty-five. Five hundred and fifty-five. He loves you that much. So on a scale of 1 to 10, he loves you 555. 665. 665? That's a lot. Can you handle that? Yes. Okay. 
matter how much does Jesus love you? That he gave his life. He gave his life for you? That's very sincere. I see all the time little kids, and I was hoping that Nehemiah and Amani would have done it too, but whenever some people say, I love you, they, they always do this. They always say, I love you this much, right? They put their arms, they put their, their hands in front of them, and they open them as wide as they can go. You know, they, I love you this much. You know, from left, my left, my left hand all the way to my left side, and my right hand all the way to my right, hand, right side. All that much, you know. And I was going to say, yes, you are absolutely right if you said that. You know, but you're right. Jesus loves you. What's the number again? 1,084 million? Something. 2,084 million? I forget the number. Yeah, out of ten, that's an and that's an amazing number. It's an amazing amount that Jesus loves you because you know we usually say on a scale of one to ten, and these numbers are breaking the scale, you know. But you know Jesus lived this life to say that he came here to seek and to save that which was lost. You know he came looking for us. He came looking for people that he can save to go to heaven. He, he, he wanted to save the whole world, you know, and that to me is amazing to know he wanted to save the whole wide world that he came and he gave his life for us. There's a cliche saying that I love you so much that I'll die for you. And Jesus actually did it. You know, it's a cliche saying because not everybody's willing to die for someone that they love but Jesus died for every single one of us there's a, I was as you were sitting there talking about that I was thinking about um the song um in the red back and it was talking about it's called the song is called the love of god is what it's called and um one of the verses says um the love of god is greater far Oh, what is it now that I say it? Um, that tongue or pen could ever tell. It goes beyond the highest stars and it reaches to the lowest hell. The guilty pain, bow down in care. I mean, I mean, it just goes yeah. on. I just it, it's describing what the love of God is. But one of them was talking about it could drain the ocean dry. Right. When he was talking, I don't remember who wrote um, the song, The Love of God, but um, I'll have to look that up. But it was saying, hit, the person that wrote it said, the love of God would could drain the ocean dry. Right. And um, thinking about really how big, a, how big an ocean is mm -hmm. and how much water the ocean has, and then to think about the love of God be, that can drain that. That could, it, it's more powerful than that. Right. You know, the love of God. Yes, Amani? I know a scripture called, the man comes to seek and to save. Say it one more time. I know a scripture called, the man comes to seek and to save. Yes, Jesus Christ came to seek and to save. 
that which was lost. You know, and that's what he did. He came and he died on the cross for us to 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 live forever with him. You know, in the book of John, John three sixteen, it says, "For God so loved the world." Nehemiah, say it. Say it, say it. Wait, wait, money. Let Nehemiah say it with Y'all you. Y'all say it together. Ready? Go ahead. John three sixteen. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Yes. So, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. You know that it's his only begotten son, and believe me, n- not many people were willing to give up their only begotten son, their only child, so that the whole world can live, the whole world can be saved. So he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him, that means whoever believes in Jesus, whoever believes in his death and resurrection, shall be saved. You know, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Go ahead, Nehemiah. Um, um, did you know that um, when... You gotta talk into your mic. When God is telling everybody that he loves them a lot, he shows us, us love that... Um, he says to other people that ride planes, they just go around and they just go and they, and when God tells them to do something and God tells them to make a heart, they fly and they make a heart. Or if they say, or if God says, um, people that are riding the plane, please um, show love that when when you show love, it shows all the people that God loves them a lot, and God shows love, and people show love. So when God shows love and people show love, then God shows love because he died on the cross for our sins. And when he died on the cross, he took everybody's sins and he put them on himself and then he and he didn't stay dying so he he didn't stay dying he rose from the dead because god um put the power and he made him rise up and the stone wasn't there still the angels moved the stone yes what Nehemiah is talking about is there's people that ride in airplanes and they'll put a message in the sky. And some of them, mm. they put um, Jesus loves you Yes. in the sky. And when you look up, you see that. We've, we've seen that several different times where somebody's written a, me- written a message in the sky and um, he was just, you know, just saying that God loves us and he loves the people that he tells them to write stuff in the sky to remind us right. of his love. Right. Yeah, that's that's good. I mean, yeah, I've seen them all the time. There's sometimes you see they're called skywriters. 
They fly their plane and they write messages in the sky with clouds and they draw it. They look like they're clouds. Did you know? And I'll tell you, probably Granny would probably tell you this, but he said, The heavens shall declare the, 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 the glories of God. And <laughs> yeah, sure, people, people can write stuff in the, in the sky, but it's still the heavens. <laughs> somebody, somebody wrote, Jesus loves you. Somebody wrote, you know, God loves you. Somebody put a smiley face on there to give you a good day, to, to help you, you know, have a better day. You know, but God knew, God knows our hearts and what we need in that moment because he loves us so much. Right. He knows what we need in that very moment, you know, and I won't take anything for granted as far as what God can, what God loves me for and what he does for me. You know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't take anything for granted. You know, just because we have the breath that we're living and that we're breathing right now, you know, we need to thank God for it because he's the one that supplied us that breath. You know, when we're able to blink and see, you know, he, he provided us a way to see. You know, when we taste certain things, he provided us a way so that we can taste those things, you know, smell those things, hear those things. He provided us ways to walk. He provided us a way to feel things. And, and we need to be able to thank the Lord for all of it because he knew what we needed. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows what we need before we even ask. Right. The Bible says that. That shows his love to him knowing what we need before we need it. Right. And, it, you know, when you sometimes you look at God's love, you um, you compare it to like a parent's love for their children. Mm-hmm. How much a parent would what a parent would do um, for their child to know that their child um, to know, to let their children know that they love them, um, whether it's taking them out for ice cream or um, getting onto them because they misbehaved. Yeah. And some kids don't always see that when you get onto them for misbehaving. That's not love to them, but you know that you're doing it out of love, and that's God's love too. God's love isn't just. Oh well, let me provide you with this wonderful home to live in. Right. Um, but God's love is also correcting us when we're not doing what's pleasing to Him. Right. And it, you know, it it goes both ways when you when you talk about when you really talk about God's love and how wonderful it is, and um, it just makes you. It makes you just really just makes you love him more. Yeah. It makes you um, more thankful because he's our father, and a father always does what's best for their family. Right, and I, I think that's a great a great addition that you just put there um, because I know God, there's a lot of things that God shows in the Bible about His correction. And, you know, the Bible says that spare the rod, spoil the child. And that's a lot that he does with his people as well. You know, we are the children of God. And he does not spare the rod. Not for one bit. You know, if we turn, we, if we turn our ways from the Lord, you know, we are sure to see correction come on our way. You know, and it's not that because he's forsaken us. or Some people think that because God forsook us or whatever. 
God, the Bible says that will neither, never leave you nor forsake you. He, he's not leaving you. He's not forsaking you. If anybody left, it's you. Yeah. You know, and the, the reality here is that he's going to love you. He's going to give you correction. He wants you to turn back into the right direction. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you said, we can put that toward our kids as well. You know, my kids do not want to get in trouble at all. At all. You know, if I can tell you, Monty, um, Amani yesterday, I got home with my kids. I picked them up from daycare. And I went to go to the house. I went to do my oil change in my car. And as soon as I put the car in park, I told the kids to go ahead and get out. Nehemiah got out one side, and Amani got out the other side. All right? And as soon as she opened the door, the door broke. The, the inside handle broke. The first thing she did is she looked at me, and she told me the door broke, and she started to cry. She started crying. I never laid a finger on her that day I just looked at her and said are you okay she said the door broke and she started her feelings started to hurt because she did not want to get in trouble for it I knew she, it's not in that she was going to get in trouble for it. It, it just broke but she knows the corrections around the corner you know I'm not going to correct a kid about breaking a door handle that was already going to break you know but that just shows you the fear that they have if I stray off of my path going in a certain direction and I know it's not the right path that God wants me to go down I'm going to fear I'm going to tremble I'm you know the the Bible says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling you know that's the truth I'm not going to sit there and try to go my own direction and not have fear or and tremble in the word of God because the Lord's going to correct every every move I make you know whether I go somewhere I'm not supposed to be going whether I go to a bar I'm not supposed to go to a bar you know, the Lord's going to put that correction in me. And it might not be a spanking. You know, my kids don't want spankings. Neither one of them do. You know, but the reality there is the Lord spanks, but not, not with his hand. He spanks with correction. With, you know, there's going to be, um, there's going to be repercussions for what you've done. You know, and it's, Bought on by ourselves because we went we went in the direction that we weren't supposed to go, you know. But that's the truth. There is, you know, we need to be careful. We need to fear the Lord. And He's in the second. Like I said, our children. We can spare if we spare that spare the rod on our children. They will not fear us for correction. They'll just do it and go on and go on and go on without without that. You know, daddy's gonna get onto us or. Mommy's going to get on to us or we're going to get spanking or whatever. You know, the truth is, you know, that there's a direction that we need to, that the kids to go into. And they know when they're in the right direction and when they're not in the right direction based on the fear that they have for their parents and our fear that we have for the Lord. What, Nehemiah, what you, what you got to say? Um, um, when, when we are... When we love God, God loves um, God loves us, and we love Him. Even though someone is being bad, God still loves them, and that God is trying to 
be um love and he's showing love right that how he did did stuff and when God made us he he made us and when we are when we love God God died for us mm-hmm. and when God died for us he was trying to show us love how he loves us and we love him so he died for our sins and he didn't and if we die for him we would die and go to heaven and we would meet God and we would see Paul Paul and when we see him we are we are going to be happy and, and when we go to heaven we're going to have new bodies and when when we fall down we're not going to get any bruises or boo-boos because it's it's heaven and it's magic and yeah. it and it saves us because God does it right well you you speak and i know that there's a lot of knowledge in you you know the people that are listening can hear a lot of knowledge coming out of you you know and it's the truth and i'm going to tell you this david i'm going to i'm going to try to close out here a little bit david loved the lord so much that he wrote in his psalms and i cannot find the psalm that i'm looking for i don't know where it's at but um i'm trying to find it right now but it's not coming to me it's not coming in the, in the right place where i'm trying to get it from anyway but what does it say? Um, you know, uh, if I make my bed in hell, thou art with me, or something like that. I think is what it was. It's one I of think those. That's Psalm 139. That's what I'm looking at, and I can't find out. I'm looking at it, and I'm. I'm trying to find it, and I don't see where it's at. But oh, there it is, right here. So in Psalm, I'm, I'm gonna try to. Re- I'm, I'm gonna read this Psalm right here. So in Psalm 139, O Lord. Thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my downsitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. What he's saying is you know me. You know my you know when I'm when I'm not doing so well, and you know when I'm doing good. Right? Thou compassest my path and my lying down, and are acquainted with all my ways. So you you're all around me. On my path, you know where I'm going, and where I'm sleeping, and you know my ways, is what he's saying. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it all together. <laughs> Excuse me. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. He's talking about how good God is because he basically said, if you put me before me or in front of, behind you or in front of me, you know, you have still put your, you still were there for me. You know, and what you know is too good for me. Whither shall I go from thy spirit or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. So wherever I go, 
you know, you know, why, why would I leave from you? Why would, I, why would I leave from where you are? And whether I go, you will be there for me. If I go to heaven, you're going to be there with me. If I go to hell, or if I, if I, live, if I make my bed in hell, you still will be there with me. So no matter what, he, but what, what I'm trying to say here is that Daniel knew all of what he's done in his life. And I'm speaking to you, you two kids, but I'm also speaking to the people listening. He knew Daniel, where he was in his life. He knew that he did the best he could, and also he had lots of downfalls. But no matter what, God was always there, right? God was always there. Even though he did good and he did bad, God was there. So no matter what, he loves you. And Daniel loved God too. You know, no matter what happened, God will love you. So, um, I want to take a moment to wish everybody who's listening a happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. From me, my family, Nehemiah and Amani. Go ahead, say happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. We want to wish you a happy Valentine's Day today. And also, I want to let you know that Jesus loves you. Let's love God and let's let us let God love us. Happy Valentine's Day from the bros. I know both other bros are not here today. It's Bill and John are not here today to, to give you that happy Valentine's Day. But on behalf of the other bros, I will say happy Valentine's Day to you guys. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast this episode. I know it was different. Things got wound down because my daughter, Arcila, has fallen asleep. You probably hear her breathing in the microphone right now. It's very sweet to hear. It's, it's lovely and it's just peaceful. But thank you for listening. We will be back. Well, not we. My family will be probably home next time you're listening to us. The bros will be back next time. Hopefully they're better. Hopefully Bill and John will be better and not sick anymore. But we will be back for the third time I'm saying that next week. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you next week. And don't forget to give us a review on thebrospod.com. Like and follow all the podcasts that you're listening to. Whether Amazon, Spotify, Apple Music. You know all these, all the different locations where we have our our podcast, and please and Facebook as well. Thank you guys. See you next week. Somebody, bye bye. Bye bye. And that's my daughter Sheila snoring for you guys. <laughs>